Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to breakfast. And uh, you know, Ryan, many of us know what an EV is, right? Electric vehicles that run on the roads. But today we're going to talk about another type of EVs that float on the ocean. Yeah, so electric vessels. We don't really think too much about it because it's something outside our mind, but it's quite an important industry. And for a long time, it's been powered by fossil fuels. Perhaps it's time to make some waves. So we've got a new and emerging move to revolutionize the maritime industry and of course, it's a big contributor to climate change. (laughs) One 33-year-old is at the forefront of this movement to change things up in the maritime industry back home. That's right. Uh, let's invite him into the conversation. Tommy Fun, who is the founder of Pixis, uh, who has recently founded a tech startup to help coastal vessels switch from diesel to electricity. Welcome to our studio, Tommy. Hi, thank you for having me. Hey, good morning, Tommy. So you are also a director in your family's 30-year-old maritime services company, Eng Hub Shipping. So running Pixis is something that's been a bit of a spin-off. What's the story behind Pixis? Correct. So for, for me, I come from Inghout Shipping. So Inghout Shipping, very traditional shipping company. So we own a fleet of 70 vessels, typical shipyard. But our industry has a huge amount of pressure to become more sustainable, to become more green. So what's mm. happening is from the Singapore home front, you got things like the Singapore Green Plan, MPAS decarbonization Playbook, the new 2030 Green Mandate. So that's creating a lot of pressure for existing companies such mm. as ours to change. So that's uh, for that reason that we founded Fixis slightly more mm. than a year ago. Oh, something like a superhero for the maritime industry almost like an Aquaman of sorts trying to save the industry going greener why the name Pixis though? So Pixis is Latin for Marina's Compass I see. so that's really the intention to try to help to light the way forward to a decarbonized maritime future hmm, I see it's in Latin I, I see I get that now okay well, share with us about your family's maritime business so what services do you provide? Okay so we are a Singapore based company founded mm-hmm. in 1986 so we have a fleet of 70 coastal vessels mm-hmm. Ferries, tugboat, workboats, multicat based out of our shipyard in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So we provide services uh, to private and public sector customers in Singapore and regionally. So you have family or friends who have are serving their national service in Pulau mm. Tekong and mm. you've visited them before. Chances are you've been aboard one of our ferries on charter to the Singapore I Army. I see, okay. Okay, so I guess what is the magnitude of the problem we are facing right now? Because you're trying to change things up. How bad is it right now? So I think that maritime is uh, one of the world's oldest industry. It is changing. But the pace of this change has accelerated in the past couple of years, both internationally and from the Singapore home front as well. So a lot of companies such as ours, we need to change, we need to pivot our company, so we continue to stay relevant. Maybe, for example, right now, a lot of our clients are already telling us, say, Tommy, if you want to tender for our projects, then provide us with a green solution, Mm. electric vessel, low carbon emission solution. Otherwise, they don't even consider our tender bit. So in that sense, it's becoming very real for us, becoming sustainable. It's a ah, basic qualifier. To okay, because my impression of the shipping industry is if you've got all these very old talkies mm-hmm. and when you have this type of mindset, it's very hard to change how things are being run for so long. Are you facing that type of inertia when you're trying to convince people? 
Hmm. So I think a mindset change is quite important, mm -hmm. but the sustainability is uh, hitting our sector in a very real manner. So it becomes a matter of importance. If we want to continue running our business, then we just need to change our mindset. We just need to move ahead. But I think what we are seeing from all of these changes is that in the midst of these big challenge mm -hmm. also lies seeds of opportunity for businesses to come together, work together with the ecosystem and to grow. Right, Tommy, let's get into the details. Now, Inghub has uh, 70 coastal vessels, right? So what is it you're actually doing? Uh, are you retrofitting existing vessels or coming up with new ones? What, what What's the idea here? Yeah, so we are performing two ways to approach this problem. Mm -hmm. Firstly, retrofitting our existing vessel. So what happened is that uh, we joined a capital today known as Citrium Lab Consortium about mm. one to two years ago. So managed to successfully get awarded a grant from the Maritime Port Authority of Singapore. Mm. So that's where we are retrofitting an existing small 30-passenger ferry to become fully electric. So mm. we are also embarking on building a new fleet of electric vessels to replace the older vessel. Oh, I see. So when do you think you become fully electric powered? So I think it needs some time to go. Not all vessels can be fully electrified depending on their operating profile. So we are taking steps one at a time in order to get there. Yeah, I'm wondering as well as the um, operational fronts, right? When you go electric, are there any trade-offs in terms of power, for example, for the boat and mileage as well? What are the things you need to know or think about on that journey towards changing their ship? Yeah, so that's a really nice question because one of the biggest difference for electric vessel compared to its diesel counterparts is the reduction in range. Mm. So the power density of battery is not as high compared to diesel at this point in time for our marine application. So that means that operators will need to change their operating profile. And what's even more interesting is because now for the first time, you're operating on an electrified asset. So everything is now digitalized. So now you're able to make use of data to collect data, analyze data and to optimize operations and this also goes to the maintenance front the way mm. we run our companies the way we run our fleet but Tommy sometimes it's not just about the tools and, and the equipment it's also about the mindset right so what are the challenges you're facing in terms of uh, you know the change of the current mechanics and skilled labor for the new tech to bridge that gap? So uh, what we are doing is to upskill and reskill existing employees. So now a lot of the people in Maritama are industry veterans. Mm. They spend many, many decades working yes, out at sea, yeah. working yeah. in the ship. Yeah. So these are very, very invaluable, irreplaceable experience. So what we do is that we identify this group of people, we upskill them, we reskill them so that they are able to flow together with us as we transform our companies. Flow together. Did <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the numbers, right? How do you convince people that, hey, this is actually long-term going to benefit you? What's the ROI on going electric? Hmm. So in the moment we electrify our fleet, we receive a lot, lot of benefits. Uh, firstly, maintenance costs. The maintenance for electric vessel is a lot simpler, a lot more effective compared to its diesel equivalent. So no more maintenance to be done or very, very little maintenance to be done. No more engine belting to change, no more loop oil to change. becomes very effective. Even the service availability of the fleet increases drastically. So the downtime for a vessel reduces and and this reduces the dependency that we have on backup vessel. So right now, for example, our fleet of 70 vessel, a sizable proportion of them are backup. They're used to standby in case one vessel breaks down. Turn them oh, electric, okay. then we solve this problem. I realise as well, um, no more 
uh, diesel generator noise in the background as well. Yeah, it feels <laughs> a lot more comfortable, a lot more pleasant. Good for passengers and good for the environment mm. also. We're in conversation with Tommy Fun, founder of Pixis, a tech startup, right? So, Tommy, tell me your background. We're going to dial things back a little bit. Your background is in business management from SMU, and then you've come up with this uh, business. What made you, you know, pivot to this? So what we realised that through the family business, right, the same problems that we are experiencing are the exact same issues that so many other maritime companies in Singapore all around Asia are facing as well. All of us under a tremendous amount of pressure to turn green but lack very clear roadmaps to get there. Mm. So about a year ago, so we gathered a group of like-minded individuals for maritime but most importantly for non-maritime. Oh. So we came together with a single vision to transform the coastal maritime sector by making electrification accessible for all, trying to mm. create a Tesla of the sea. Wow. So that's the reason why we started Pixis. So Pixis is not a single company. It's a whole collective of existing maritime companies all working together to solve these problems. Yeah, it I sounds like that. Like a great Tesla of the sea. Mm. Yeah, I'm also quite curious. Um, what has been the push on the regulatory front? Are you getting any, you mentioned roadmaps or at least regulations to guide you towards that goal? What's the pressure like to transition? Mm. So from uh, the Maritime Port Authority of Singapore, so they launched different new initiatives. So we have the new 2030 mandate that calls for, at the year 2030, all new harbour craft. So these are coastal vessels that operate within the port, have to be either electric to be able to run on hydrogen or 100% net zero emission fuel. So that's what's coming from the regulation front. But not only that, from the private sector as well, a lot of our customers are already calling mm. us to provide green solution. Mm. So this force is coming from both sides, both from the government as well as private markets. So a bit of incentives, uh, I imagine, are in place, subsidies or are there penalties even? Hmm. So uh, for us, I think where we are looking at it is that when we turn our fleet electric, immediately we are receiving a lot, a lot of benefits from the operational front. Mm -hmm. Maintenance costs drops, uh, customers are more happy. So from a business point of view, it really makes a lot of sense for us. Okay, Tommy, you're appointed by the Maritime and Port Authority of Singapore in 2020 as a digitalization ambassador to share best practices with the wider industry. What I'm interested to know is, how are you doing that? And uh, also in terms of collaborating with other companies and stakeholders, how are you doing all that to drive change? So Pixis, like what we were sharing earlier, is not just a single technology startup. It represents a growing collective of existing mm. maritime companies. So today we're already seven companies, vessel owner, operator, shipyards, even bunker barge owners. So we are synergizing all our resources together. Mm -hmm. So we represent 150 coastal vessels, 400 maritime employees. So we are all coming together trying to solve this problem instead of a single company trying to do that in silo. So just a couple of weeks ago, so Pixis, we signed a letter of intent with ITE for oh. human capital development to train a new generation of people equipped with green maritime skills. So that's how we work Fantastic. together, the bigger ecosystem, to try to solve these problems together. Yeah, you mentioned a collection of companies, so there's seven. How do you get more people to jump on board? I imagine the industry is much bigger than that. Mm. It is. So we're in the process of uh, building this up, in the process of growing our collective. And a lot, of, a lot of people are coming in on board because they see that they need to pivot their companies in order to stay relevant. And then we work together with them in order to do so. So apart from education, what other sectors are you looking at? in mm. terms of collaboration? Mm. So for us, well, what we are doing is that on the ground, operationally, technically, the way we are doing it is that we are not just a single company. We work mm -hmm. together with the engineers, with the captains, with okay. the crew of all these companies and we all come together in order to do so. So we share our resources together. 
Mm-hmm. So, looking into the future, how do you think you know you want the maritime industry to look like? You know, what, how do you envision the maritime industry's landscape with electric vessels, and what kind of impact do you hope your startup exists will have on future generations? So for me, I hope to see a maritime future one that is very exciting, decarbonized, digitalized, and thriving with a whole community of both younger talents as well as upskilled, reskilled merchant employees all working together. So my hope for Pixis is that we can create or help to create a decarbonized maritime future for generations to come so that for people today, sustainability can and will become a daily way of life. And he knows how to drive a ship too, guys. <laughs> Talent with a vision. Tommy Fun there, founder of Pixis. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.